After Buzzers, we are here with a boy band after show, season one, episode three, sweet 16, so much drama. We're going to talk about who goes bye-bye-bye. Stay right here. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the boy band after show. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I... I'm here, and I'm not alone, and we are at season one, episode three, Sweet Sixteen. Sorry, I was thrown by NSYNC, and bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. It's infectious. Great song. <laughs> Girl, bye. Introduce yourselves, tell the fine people where they can find you. You can find me all day, every day, even on Sundays <laughs> or not, at Ace of Gorin, one, all social media. Yes. I'm Stevan Lovegrove. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove. And I am Carissa Blades, and you can find me everywhere at Carissa Blades, and I'm so excited to be the new... Welcome to our boy and girl band. (laughs) Let's make a band. (laughs) And you guys can find me on social media at Rockin' Mama Life, and also make sure you go to YouTube's... YouTube is great. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe, let us know what you guys think. Stefan is going to be hitting up the live chat again tonight. We love We are live. Back. And we appreciated all the comments last week, both live yes. and throughout the week. So keep the comments mm-hmm. coming whenever you're watching or listening. Yes, yeah. We're going to ask absolutely. them like questions or like stuff like that. And they're going to write us on the live chat, right? Are they? I think so. Yeah. I think we should do that. Like, yeah. who's their favorite? Who they want to yeah. see is going on? Whatever. Give us your feedback. We love hearing it. We also love following these guys on social media. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie, my favorite tweet of the week was Brady Totten saying mm-hmm. that he's really glad that that Rockin' Mama lady doesn't hate him anymore. Brady, Brady, I just want you to remember Ooh. that I was rooting for you and calling it from the beginning. Yes, that's so true. now that she's on the bandwagon, mm-hmm. let's let's just keep the story straight right. here. I know you. I know everyone. I know you're doing a lot of homework, and I know you. You're new, but I <laughs> took I took a homework from like I made myself a homework, and I was <laughs> noticing a lot of like upcoming stars on social medias from the boy uh-huh, band they're show, pushing the which is social. is yeah. huge. I didn't yeah. know that it's that big. Yo, they're making it like yeah, they have more really, followers than me. They're really pushing it. Ace up, they're coming it's up, up on you. It's only two. No, I mean after only two episodes, <laughs> I was like, it's impossible. I mean, we have a uh, chance, John. We have. Um, what's his name? Hayes. Devin Hayes. Yeah. Gavin. Some of them have pre-existing Miles. followers, though. Yes, I mean, like right. Gavin, yeah. as they discussed you tonight. Think so Devin, it's not just from the last two. I mean, Devin yeah. Hayes. He has over like a hundred thousand followers on on Twitter. Oh yeah. I think just but slightly guys, more than you, Asaph. Yeah. But guys, yeah. yeah. Follow me, follow me. Anyways, let's get back on track. Follow the, the point being, if you guys are fans of the show like we are, find them all on social media because it's super fun. They've been doing a lot of live Instas. They've been doing collaborations, posting songs, a lot, a lot, a lot of live stuff. It's really fun to watch. Um, but let's talk about this week, right? We have six track, and we see them playing basketball. Getting some hoops ooh, on. Oh la la, oh la la. And you can yeah, see, yeah. you can learn a lot about uh, someone's vocal and performance skills from his basketball skills. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want to say something real quick because... Oh, Asa. Uh, Six Track is, is one of the hardest groups to uh, to deal with. In, in Like, I tell you why. As we say in Hebrew... Each one of them is with his own color. Like, he's got mm-hmm. his own uniqueness. Mm. Like like the bandanas. Yeah, with the bandanas, <laughs> but uniqueness, like, in 
their own like individual individuality yeah. like kol echad betseva that's how we say what and i think this, this, this for example we have very dominant uh, um people like what miles, miles. Yeah. very dominant and uh connor michael connor mm-hmm. um we yeah. have yeah, well, we... I don't remember the We talked about it at about the it. beginning, and, and we know that this is, is a little bit of foreshadowing, where they, ta- mm-hmm. they talk about this group, and uh, Timbaland is the one who says, we've got a lot of solo artists. This is the group yeah. of solo artists. It was like artists. the theme of this yes. week. Yeah. I mean, it just kept playing and playing and playing, that it's yeah. not cohesive. Yeah. I mean, that was the have, worry from the beginning through the end. Yeah, we have Michael Connor, who's this violin virtuoso kid who also is a rapper who apparently can sing what and then we have andrew butcher who's this pop country folk artist totally out of left field dorian tyler hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline who is feeling like he doesn't even fit into this group mm-hmm. because of his background and you know we we'll get into that later. Right. Mikey Minas, like we have uh, Miles, Gavin, they all have a completely different right. persona, not only in life, but also mm-hmm. in their musical style. So I think we saw that. When when they're at basketball, we see them get together and play Kanye Heartless. Right. Just sort yeah. of jamming. Who do you think killed it? In the jam sesh? Yeah, None in the of jam them. Sash. You know who did. <laughs> Well, I thought that that was honestly the most cohesive they seemed until their really? their final. I thought it was contrived. I thought it was I thought that no. basketball no, like, conversation was, was staged. Oh, oh no, the basketball conversation, yes, but when they were actually singing, like they were all yeah. looking at each other and making eye contact and checking right. in, and I don't think they were really? doing that. The I was rest just of the time. I was just looking at uh, Michael Connor just killing it. <laughs> see what already like you can see a star. That's the thing. This is star quality. It's, you can notice him. Before he's even oh, yeah. talking. He's a star, but That's I felt like this, of all the groups, when they performed together, I was like, ooh. They sounded like six individuals, and I didn't mm-hmm. see it as them checking in with each other. I felt like they were looking at each other like... This is in the basketball How do you're I talking fi- about. Yeah, like, okay. how do I fit in? They were, like, trying to get in sync, but they right. just couldn't connect, is what it felt like to me. I thought it was a sign from the beginning when they did the bandanas. <laughs> I immediately thought to myself... Cute, but the well, that too, (laughs) but cute, but bandanas do not equal group chemistry. I was like, This is a nice little gimmick, gimmick. exactly, to make yourselves together. I mean, at least they try to stand out or to look unique, and of course, we got the rebel, the rebellicious sassy, which I totally understand him. Um, Mikey, Mikey, Miles, 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 sorry, he was the only one who didn't uh, wear a bandana. For the for the I rehearsal, that as well. you know, I was like, "Bro, why you do that?" He didn't get on board with the like, bandanas. Did you notice? Which they... is ironic because he often does wear bandanas. So yes, naturally, yes. right. no, he's, he's just a rebel. He, he will be the only guy who will always rebel because he's a soloist. He's not a leader. He's a soloist. He will always go. Yeah, I don't know that. That's I how agree I see it, that. and I, I mean, feel it. I'm the same. I don't know that 
I agree with that. You know, we see them with Tim Davis, and they're rehearsing There's Nothing Holding Me Back by mm-hmm. Shawn Mendes, which is what they performed this week. And we see Miles having a hard time with Tim's criticism. And what right. I saw there was it's easy to forget how young these guys are. Right. How young they are and how talented they are. And mm-hmm. anytime you have somebody who's young and talented, and then you put them in a group with other people that are young and talented... I think it was Tim that hit it on the head. These kids are used to being a really big fish in their mm-hmm. small pond. Yeah, and they absolutely. feel like their pond is really big, but it's not. So it's like, basically, it's like an talent explosion? Yeah, yeah, well, you get in this, you know, all their lives, they've probably been told, like, oh my gosh, you're so talented, you're mm-hmm. so talented, you're so good. They've been the right. star of their musicals and their chorus and the bands and right. their talent shows. And then they get into this setting and they're right. not the star anymore or there's somebody else just as talented. So what's the thing? Like, how can you actually create, a like, the perfect band out of, like, you know, so many stars? Like, it's kind of... Confusing, well, you know, like everyone's everybody's is a star. Like everyone's not. star there. I I have <laughs> two so thoughts weird. on Miles. Think, it's um, like weird. First of all, <laughs> so he so he had a whole like rampage of tweets the other night that I happened oh. to catch. Ooh, and I do tell. I'm Let's not see. constantly on my phone, but I happened to catch it and then they were deleted five minutes Miles. later. Um By but Miles? he tweeted and said I saw in the previews, there's an edit of me that looks like I walked out on a rehearsal. That's not how it happened. Andrew Butcher didn't didn't really say anything about me. This is an edit. It immediately got taken down, and he was, like, letting it go. And I'm like, there was some producer wow. involvement oh, there. absolutely. Of course. But yeah, I did always. watch for that. And so I do think he was in his head. But I wonder mm-hmm. if after rehearsal, he actually pulled Tim aside and was like, I want to talk to you. Or, t- you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think that he actually stormed out and Tim had to no. bring him back. I think he was just in his head well, and having a rough day. His actions looked like, oh, hey, I'm out of here. But right. the actual dialogue that they were having. Right. If he had really mature. stormed out, we yeah. would have disconnected to And, and, and like, he kept saying yeah. group and he kept saying, like, he was thinking team in his mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that heart to heart with Tim felt really genuine, and it felt like, you know, Tim is a father, and it felt like him as a father figure being like, "Look, I get it. This is really hard. The situation that these guys are in is really hard, <sighs> and yeah. they have a lot of pressure, and they have a lot of overwhelming stuff happening." Yeah. And I think he was trying to sort of talk him through. And I think to your yeah. point, Asaf, on how do you make a group out of individuals, these yeah. kids are young. They have to learn. They have to mm-hmm. learn how to work together like any sports team. Yeah. You find any sports team and find somebody who's second string who isn't jealous of the mm-hmm. starters. Yes. It's just what happens. A hundred percent. I want to say something about uh, Miles and Tim. I don't think that... Yes. It was genuine. Tim was genuine when he was talking to Miles, but at the same time, he's... It seems like he's trying to push, like he was trying to push on the button there, you know, like to bring something out of Miles. I've said from the beginning, and I thought the boy band thing was forced. I think they really pushed that. They wanted a little bit of pushback from him right. because they're pushing this bo- well, this bad. Needed- I'm sorry, the bad boy narrative. Yeah. Right, right, right. I right, think right. I said it wrong. You're trying I to put him in way. a frame like of a bad boy, and I'm like, oh no. Right. I he- think he has insecurities. I don't think that he's that's the bad boy. I think yes. that's insecurities being in his head. I think I also, it's oh. yeah. You go, you go. Sorry. I also just thought it was funny that he categorizes himself as a bad boy mm-hmm. because the second you start thinking that about yourself, someone who is like a genuine bad boy Doesn't sees themselves as an individual. No, yeah, they're like I'm just an individual. Yeah. Not a role. Yeah, it, it's not something right. you put on. It's something that you have inside right. you, and you could tell from all the conversation yeah. right. with him that's what, not. Who but he what is. I do, <laughs> what I do agree with Tim is that 
maybe, and it seems like on TV, like, that maybe wasn't real or something, I don't know, that Miles couldn't get, like, you know, like, comments or, like, you know, to have a boss, to have someone above him, because it seems like he, feel, that yeah. he felt, like, He had a really hard time you know, taking criticism and yes, taking direction. direction. Yeah. And that's something that you can learn right. to do better. Don't you think it's an ego thing? I don't, it's, yeah, I mean, there's it's obviously ego, ego involved, but it's also immaturity. True. Yeah. It's all combined. I, Immaturity, yeah. I think also I this week, right. more than any other, they were all really terrified of going home. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I realized they don't want to be told something's wrong because they instantly get in their head and are like, mm-hmm. I'm going to mess up the group. And right. they're saying, I don't want to mess up the group, but it's simultaneously, right. if I'm messing this home. up, I'm going to be the one that goes home. Right. They, they right. seem more conscious of that than either of the past groups. <sighs> so here's... Well, and it's yeah, also... It's weird. It's so a lot of it is this. I think we hear Miles say it. It's he's very sensitive, mm-hmm. and a lot of artists are. You know, you put on this huge persona, but you take it so personally. And we see Gavin talking about it as well, where you cling to those two negative comments, and the thousand positive ones just sort of fly by, right. and you just cling to that negativity. And I think it's just human nature. It is human nature. It's but- hard not to get that mental game. But we see this mental game, you know, for a lot of them, and a, I think mm-hmm. a big role in it was mm-hmm. the reaction to Michael Connor. What yeah. do you guys think of Michael Connor? I mean, he's plowing forward. I mean, he's somebody who is constantly taking things to the next mm-hmm. level. And just the way that he looks at himself, I mean, he plays all of these instruments, he can rap, he can do all of this stuff. So when they ask him if he's a vocalist, in his mind, he isn't. Mm-hmm. But the level that he's already right. at is so great. But because he's better at these other things, yes. he, you know, was stifling himself. And you can tell right. that he's a performer right. when he's oh, on stage. Absolutely. And just, even when he wasn't on the stage, just when you watch him, he has right. that magnetic energy. Mm-hmm. And I think out of that whole group, he has the most potential to be a leader of not just that band, but right. any band until the end. A hundred percent. He's definitely one of my top fives. Sorry, I said it. But you know that beside that he's so talented that he's playing seven instruments, he is he's a performer. I could understand and realize that he his uh, self awareness is amazing. You know, he, he seems so he's so smart and he knows how to speak out his voice and he knows a it's amazing. Cocky. Well, a little cocky. A, multiple yeah. instruments. Remember last week we were yeah. talking about what other instruments do they play? He plays way more than the violin. But you think he's cocky? A no, I think bit. it's I amazing. Mean, well, I think some of it is also editing. But he right. kind of reminds me of like in an 80s uh, movie, he would be like named Biff and have like oh a sweater gosh. over like his Johnny shoulders. Bravo, Johnny Bravo. And he thing. would have like the perfectly coiffed hair bum, and be like, bum, bum, he does have perfectly coiffed hair. You know so. what I mean? But, but, he, but if, if we're going to bring up their social media, if you watch him on an Instagram live, he's actually the most reserved. Mm-hmm. Like really? Brady, we find out, is actually pretty loud. Right. He's the opposite. He's like, I'm a little reserved. I'm in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He sent me the sweetest message right. the first week and was like, you guys were so kind thank you i watch like he's i don't think that he's cocky yeah i I think this is not cocky this is self-awareness not cocky it's confident about the truth he's the truth he's confident with the skills and the abilities that he earns through the years he put probably a lot of work and a lot of effort into his talent to become you know his skills are high he's incredibly talented i just want to see more of 
him. That's oh. what I, I gained out of this episode was he's super duper talented, yeah. but who is he? You know, um, and I think he's hmm. He's also sixteen, right? Oh, he's sixteen. But he's an incredible performer. I think right. he's actually seventeen. Incredible performer. Right. Insanely talented, but it just I wanna know who he is as a person. I think you can you can know a lot of things about him from his performance. And I think that that's how I see it. I'm sorry. I just look no, I, I think what it's you're saying. It just right? seems yeah. very polished, you know? Mm, like perfect. Yes, like he's hiding yeah. almost. Mm. Whereas no, like, Miles, we get some vulnerability. Like he's hiding right, right, something right. a little bit, I know some what part you're of him. And in a show I where you have that. to vote for people, I mean, people pick up and vote for somebody they feel connected to. You right. know, people are going to connect well, to Miles after this. They're going to root for him. They're going to want to see him, you know, whether good or bad. Right. Same with Brady. You know, there's. We see, you know, even Dorian, like, people are going to latch on to these stories right. of the person and what we got from Michael Connor was I can do the Rubik's Cube and I can do this and I just don't know that America's going to latch on to that. You know what I mean? I think, I think this is definitely editing and I think this is oh, part absolutely. of the... Of course, because he was talking about his life and about his past and about his family, what he's been through and all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's editing. Editing. Not good, ABC. Not good. <laughs> Whatever there is of more of him though, I do think we'll find... like. Dorian, we had hardly seen any of, and the whole we episode. the whole the, the whole episode, episode and the whole season. I mean, they gave him six seconds of an audition, and so the reality is, the longer they stay in the competition, we do get more of them. Right. So yes. thankfully, Agreed. I don't think Michael's going anywhere. We're going to see more of him, but for better or worse, we're yeah. going to see more of him. You know, yeah. who we'll else we saw highlighted with Tim Davis was Mikey and his hair. Yeah. Mikey? And yeah, Mikey. What do we think of his Mikey, uh, Mikey, assessment Mikey, yeah. of Sorry. he listens to younger artists? I think that's accurate. I think it's spot super on. accurate. Yeah, absolutely. That he is like listening to Justin Bieber. He sounds so, like Bieber. I think these days this kind of style of like singing is so common. You know, like everyone's singing like that. I don't know it can be Bieber, Ed Sheeran, and all these. But it's other different people. for it to be a choice versus you don't know why you're doing it. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. He's saying, right. could he sing in a different yeah. way if he wanted to? Yeah, right. can he harm? I mean, I think Absolutely. when they were jamming in the beginning, you can hear his voice. Right. And he's overriding, not in a pitchy way, but just he doesn't sound like he's sinking into a group. Right. Or he's trying to mm-hmm. improvise or something. Yeah, so well, basically, they're not looking for a like copycat. It's like he's adding his own auto-tune. Right. But I also <laughs> think that Tim Davis is a very smart man, and I think that he knows that if Mikey can get rid of these kind of vocal tics that he's taught himself by listening yeah, to certain right. artists, to back he it up. has something there that could be even greater and he's trying to bring that out do you think that played into some of Mikey's reservations that we saw you know in the performance he was a little bit kind of reserved and not really out there I think he was trying really hard I um I I don't know I didn't think he was the most in his head like overall out of everybody in the group Mm -hmm. I thought he was trying really hard um and I I think they were a little harder on him than I was. I actually, in the performance, I know we're not quite there yet, but I actually put, I thought he was a great performer. The crowd seemed to love him. The girls so, love him. Yeah, I mean, they of course. Love he's him. a good looking, yeah. he's a boy's band. Well, and I'll admit, I he's didn't beautiful. get it in the well, audition. I didn't, I didn't get why they were screaming so loud or why they, but the connection, I did feel from yeah, the performance. Yeah, like I do feel like he had a twinkle in his eye. Not all the time, but sometimes. Yeah, I yeah. think that he's definitely a performer. A good performer, he has a stage presence, but I don't think he find him found himself yet. 
He doesn't really, you, you know what I'm saying? He's not, he doesn't find, he didn't find his own uniqueness yet. Well, it is worth pointing Maybe this out, show this will is help the him. youngest group. Yeah. yeah, which we didn't have J hype, so I kind of was like, I call yeah, bluff. Not, Technically, it's not true. all the youngest, but it is the youngest group overall. Collective. So that is yeah. the reason we're having so many of these issues. Mm-hmm. Is if you're 15 or 17, you haven't found yourself yet. And that's compounded. That. They're going last too. Right. I just there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Sure, that's right. also true. They've now witnessed two eliminations, mm-hmm. and we talked about the horror on their faces, including Miles. They've now gone through that process twice. Right. It's yeah. not all fun and games at that point. Right. No. Speaking of fun and games, Andrew Butcher, what are your thoughts on Andrew Butcher? Tim Davis thinks he has a special voice, <laughs> needs needs confidence. He loves his fishing. Yeah. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on Mr. Butcher. Andrew, yeah, Butcher. Uh, my mom would say he's a good boy. He he's definitely a good is a good boy. boy. Right? Yes. Butcher. All, the all-American. They show Where him is he from? He's like the guy you want to take your daughter out. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're like, so, if she says no, he'll say He's from okay. Indiana. <laughs> right. I would love, 100%. like, you will take, nice guy. I'll let him to take my sister like, to prom or like something. Him. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's the I kind actually, of, yeah, I, he's you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit, I thought he was going to be Gonzo. Right. I kind of don't hate him. Another well. change of heart for I'm the rock and I don't hate lady. him. I'll I never said, hate him. I still don't. See him in the yeah. final boy band. I'm really excited to see the following weeks and how he adapts and grows. Right. I agree. In I do space. not see him in a boy band, but right. I could totally see him as a very successful crossover country artist. Yes. Right. He has such a clean sound. Right. Even like the he does way not he moves need and yeah. even yeah. unique country sound. Artists. He has a beautiful sound. Definitely. <laughs> well, it's very clean. I thought this Definitely. was interesting. He. He's the first one that I remember, and correct me if you remember something else, but he's the first one that I remember that kind of articulated, I see this vision of the final band, like as a contestant saying that. Um, But I don't think anyone else is on the same page, because he was like, I see a boy band that's pop, country, folk, all mixed up. I mean, I appreciate that he's thinking all the way to the end, but I I stopped and was like, is anyone else trying to be part of this band? (laughs) No, no T, no shit. I just don't think that anyone else is on board with that vision, necessarily. Uh, So, So, I don't don't know. That worries me. He's talented. I'm more impressed by the talent this week. Look, he's definitely not a typical boy band material. He's definitely a, will be a great soloist. Uh, I see him already like singing the an, the American anthem. Oh yeah, uh, the national on the, the national game, yeah right? and uh, <laughs> yeah Super Bowl games or something. More than that, it felt it was awkward and funny and pretty lovely to see him like doing like performing this time with the with the yeah. with the group. And but this awkwardness, I I'll call it cringe because it felt like he's like one of those cousins that you know. Your mom is forcing you to take with you to the party or something, Aww. and he, he was like, "He was like, let's hey, not forget a little bit, but it's likable." No, let's not forget that Taylor Swift was the most insanely awkward yeah. physical mover and performer, look, yeah. especially when she first began. She's come leaps and bounds, but she's True. an awkward human being, and look at her True. now. So I'm and they right. didn't have, pr- to our knowledge, from what we saw, they didn't have right. problems with him. No, no, no not at all. Vocally, yeah. the group, any of that. Yeah. Other yeah. than his choreography was awkward, and even then, Emma was like kind of in a lovable way. Right, yeah. and just because he's not perfect and he's not a boy band material, I think they, they're waiting and they would love to see, and also the viewers and us, we would love like to see his, yeah, him. the growth, and the And I progress. mean, come on, there's like an awkward, like, 
person in every boy band we can think of. I mean, think about all the boy bands. <laughs> there's always yeah. one. Oh, Listen, she's so right, you guys. You know she's and right. they did it. <laughs> and people did it. You know, they did a research about people that are awkward and they're more likable and they're more friendly and they're more successful in life. Actually, well, awkward goal, people. Well, and you got to think about also like the goal of this group is that you don't want five guys that everybody is that, alpha. That, that everybody yeah. is the same market. You want five guys that hit five completely different markets. Right, right, that way right. you have such a bigger market of fans. Right? You want you. everybody to identify but with something different. If to we're doing as many the all-American as possible. Western thing, he's kind of competing against Andrew Bloom in that. Right, because he he's because yeah. he's bringing the country thing as well. So even though he's from Orange County, anywho, let's get back on track here. Let's talk about the. Um, let's talk about the rehearsal with Adam Blackstone. We get more into like this yep. drama. We see him really highlighting Michael Connor again, and this is where Miles has his bit of a meltdown, which we all kind of felt was more so editing. Well. I'm curious if you guys felt the same way. We have some suspicions which yeah. Stefan has kind of yeah. don't forget that there is, down with his it's Twitter, a camera thing yeah it's a camera thing but it thing. feels like this like, was really honed in like they wrote a story about Miles right. being this bad guy having a hard time and mm-hmm. everybody loves Michael and so they only show us all of these you know Right. Fine moments There's about moments. Michael. Yeah, they they and... definitely don't want to give like that the viewers will take uh, everything for granted, and they created a drama for sure. And how we, they were talk they were talking to Miles and everything, and they tried to bring you know to to get yeah. some emotions emotions out of him, and also by being like telling uh, Michael Connor. Like you, you got something in you, and we—they all know that he got something special. To praise him in front of the rest of them is intense. Well, yeah, I don't know. Also, don't know that. I mean, again, this is the editing. We don't know what we didn't see. Praised everybody else at one point or another, but we see them praising Michael first. Yeah, so that's in their first, and but obviously we don't know the order. I (laughs) think his Twitter defensiveness was a little early. Like, I Mm -hmm. think he freaked out because of the commercial that was focused on him. I actually respect in the episode. I think they were all kind of insecure at moments. I think that I think it made them all look like they had challenges. And honestly, let's talk about Gavin in rehearsal and Tim's comments. Yeah. Because I felt like they set us up to see why he went home. What did you guys think about Gavin in rehearsal? I think he looked I wrote Wallflower, overwhelmed, and to the rushing comment, nerves. I just think he's he's so young. Yes. So young yeah, and But he has the three hundred thousand followers so and I don't what? think it got to his I, head in a good way. So what? No, I don't think that, that got into his head in a good way. I think, you know, he talked about being bullied and I think he had started shutting down like before the competition even started, I think he was like, Oh, this is an even bigger platform. What kind of mm. hate am I going to receive? Even when oh. he said, "Oh, it's hard to that's fo- a good it's hard insight. to focus yeah. on those fifteen thousand right. that- who say nice things." Yeah. You, yeah, right. Even when he said that, I was like, he doesn't focus on yeah. that. You can see in his eye, like he's such a young. So yeah, he has a lot of followers. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with great power you have a yeah, great, great responsibility, responsibility. <laughs> right, mom? But no, I mean, a lot of people are watching him. He has a lot of he has a big fan base even before the show. But honestly, straight up, he's just good. 
He's and to be on this talented. show, to be good, is not enough. I think he's. I think he's incredibly talented. I think he's young. I wrote down needs like two years. Let, well, him, Nick, let him grow. Definitely. Nick Carter did tweet tonight and say no spoilers, but this kid is going to go far. Keep an eye on him or something like that. So, yeah. uh, you know, obviously Nick already still has faith far. in him, and he already has a lot going for him. Yeah. So, yeah. so actually, I I would much rather somebody get eliminated who already has a lot going for them that's going to be okay right. than someone like Dorian who it's, it's depending on this opportunity. Yeah. Right. So. Well, so what, this is the first time. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute, but yeah. we'll we'll get there. I want to ask. You Let's talk about Dorian for a second. Right? Oh, Dorian! The only okay, one okay, we okay. We haven't talked about mm-hmm. because we didn't see him a whole lot right, during right. the episode until he had this dark cloud with nappy tabs. You know, in the right. in the I wrote dark cloud herself. too. It felt exactly like that. He said he feels different from the rest of the group, and I'm curious your guys' thoughts mm-hmm. on on the whole situation of Dorian feeling not a part of the group and just being sort of in a funk. I think he has way more at stake than anybody else. And it's hard to be in a position where, like, this is one of many career opportunities or this is the third reality show, some of them, that they've done or whatever. And they have something to go back to, a life and a career. And we saw, like, my heart... Talk about stories. The whole Mm -hmm. season we've talked about stories Mm -hmm. that break our hearts. Him sleeping on the floor got to me. And so I think that he just has a lot riding on this. And he's not able to... Even though he's younger, younger than most of those guys, he's not able to relax the same way somebody is who has a beautiful, amazing life and career to go back to. Right. I think, like... It's culture shock. It's a culture, it's culture shock, shock. And right. it's hard. I mean, this is in no way, shape, or form the same thing, but I went to... I grew up in upstate New York, went to school in South Carolina, right. where everybody was, like, the same. You know, it was like... It was like I was in somebody else's land. And it's very easy to shut down when you mm-hmm. feel like out of place syndrome. like that. You feel like you don't have a place there. Either way. And then not only that, but he's got to be looking around being like, if this... If if four out, or five out of six of the guys are this mold, and I'm here, why am I here? Right, but Absolutely. let me tell you something. From the beginning of the 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 episode, it seems like he's stuck in his own head, and of he's course. like, he kind of he was kind of confused, or he's he has the low, he had a low self esteem. But let me tell something to Dorian, like if he's watching, if you're gonna watch it, um, it's not about where you come from. It's about heart and about how bad you want it. And just because of his background, of your background. Um, I think you got to push harder and like you can be a great role model for the viewers so many, and for people. So people. You inspired me oh, yeah. watching yeah. this Definitely. episode. We leave Incredible. inspired from the episode thanks yeah. to him tonight. It's also, beautiful. you're completely honest about where you're coming from and there's bravery in that and you should be surprising yourself because if yeah. anybody who can speak their truth to other people and be like, hey, I'm scared about this, right. mm-hmm. it automatically starts to shed right. layers of well, that's, yes, yes you I, w- I would love, yourself. I would love him to take this fear to give everything he got and to use this stage to represent so many things that he, he wants to rather than, than just to you know shut to down. shut down and be afraid to go back to the hood. You know what I'm saying? And I think this is... Yeah, that's and how also to I'm be present to because one of the things you do by saying, "All oh, these people are counting on me," all of this, mm-hmm. this is an experience that he'll have whether he makes the band or not for his right. whole life. So enjoy every moment and be 100%. present, and that will help your voice and your singing. Right. And let's be honest, he has one of the best voices on the show. Oh, I mean, he's good. Amazing. He's definitely good. Um, but what do you think if it yeah. will be him or 
or Kim. We'll talk about that later. Okay, okay, okay. It has to be one <laughs> okay. black guy. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> sure. um, let's talk about Nick's convo, right? Because we yeah. have a lot of tension in this group, obviously. We yeah. see it building the whole episode. And then we get, like, a bird's eye view into production. Everything's sort of wrapping. And Nick's like, I got to go talk to these guys. I felt like it was really genuine. What did you guys think? Me too. Staged uh, moment? Or like, no, I good. liked Great. when we saw, because Emma already had her glasses on, and it looked like they were already tearing down stuff, and like, you saw Nick get up, and he was like, I'm going to go talk to them, and it wasn't, it didn't seem staged at all. Um, and I thought it was great life advice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I loved their chat. The inner coach in me was like, this is so good, Nick. Like, yeah. help yeah. these guys out. Yeah. I thought it was 100%. so good. No, he knows. He knows what he's talking about. He, he's, he has a lot of experience. And, you know, it seems like, regardless to the cameras or if it was staged or not, it's very... It makes it will make the, the contestants more comfortable with him to yeah. talk, you know, to be open with him. Um, and they yeah. were hiding. Whether there's like specific things they Absolutely. were hiding or not, I love that he called that out yeah. because he was like, clearly, some like you guys are not bringing your full selves into this mm-hmm. and having the conversations right. you need to have. So whatever he, whatever got through to them, I do think it worked, mm-hmm. and I, I loved that conversation. Right. Favorite moment of the night, yeah. maybe other than the performance. I also thought, Which, since, oh sorry, oh, no, I also thought you could tell that that wasn't any type of a scripted or staged mm-hmm. moment was. Because if it was, they would have cut to something, you know, with them at the house or rehearsal or something mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. after that. Right. But I like feel, the pool scene with Emma or yeah. like, like the right. super contrived situations. But I, yeah, I do feel like it was off the cuff. And I almost wish that they could have had time to talk, like talk it out as a group and then perform. I think mm-hmm. there could have been an extra five It was a different day. I, appreciate, I don't know. I appreciate that they didn't fill us in on those conversations because it seemed like within their group whatever those conversations whatever the drama was throughout this episode was very personal to all of them right. and yeah. I appreciate the production not putting that That was blast. the real drama and yeah. we did not see it yeah. is the truth. So if any of you guys on social want to let us know what the real drama Feel free was. to message us the team. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's talk about the performance, guys. We... See them perform. There's nothing holding me back by Sean Mendez. Oh. Overall impressions of the performance. Who shined? What did you think? I love this song. Uh, who shined, of course. Who shined? What a question. Uh, I know you're who shined? Michael Connor. Michael Connor the Savage. Wow. Yo, I enjoyed it. Like, I couldn't get my eyes off Michael Connor. Um, not there's nothing that could hold him back. back? Yes, oh, I said it right. right. I, I got it right. I got it right. Oh yeah. my god. Seven, what do you think? Whoa. Well, so I expected Michael and Miles to stand out this week. My impression of the performance was I thought Michael stood out, obviously, as we mm-hmm. discussed. Mikey was the standout to me. Yeah. Um, I guess I I just think we knew Michael was good, so that mm-hmm. was solid, but not surprising. Mikey surprised me tonight. Actually, what I thought about Miles is I just thought he was only looking into the camera for so much of the performance, not with the other guys, not the crowd as much. But if you go back and watch it, he's constantly right in that lens. And I was like, I know they probably told them to do it to an extent. To, to Mikey? No, to Miles. To Miles. Yeah. But I was like, if you're supposed to be proving that you have group chemistry and right. not just solo, it can't just be about the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to bring true, the other I, guys into one it. One of the things I was noticing in the performance is I do think he was blending his voice more into the group because he has that lower register. Mm. So when he mm. hits that, like that harmony sometimes 
He makes you know, sense. he can overpower, but I yeah. do think in his singing, he was like a little bit more cohesive. But I right, but you're the right. Singing he was better looking looking around, the singing got better all around, right? The whole time. Yes, oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. All the singing got better. Do you guys think absolutely. that he was supposed to do like he had to do the um, to be the main sing the lead vocalist at, on this performance or? Like you think it's really I forgot that he was the lead. Right. Was yeah, he tech- was he the lead? I think they they edited it so that he was and then Michael Connor took over, oh, I think was okay, kind of the okay. so, storyline uh, yeah. they gave yeah. us. Michael Connor did a great job. I thought he did yeah. great. I actually really loved Andrew Butcher in this. I thought he was adorable and endearing and I thought that he wasn't as awkward as I expected him to be. Yeah. And you know what I love about him is that he had so much confidence. Mm. You know, he's like right. That guy I was just thinking he's awkward, but he still belongs there. That can't really dance that well, but he like ha- nobody's told him. But well, why not? Right? He, he owns it anyway. He owns it and he yes. loves it, and that's what I love about him because it it it, it it's, works. It's the example right. of if you're having fun, you right. will make other people yeah. have fun, and you can see him enjoying. Yeah. Right, but guys, still Speaking he's performing enjoy- all his life. Like no. it's not that he's new on stage and stuff. It's, yeah, he yeah, had to do a, some choreography and stuff. So much but, added pressure. Yeah, but did, did you see that movie? I saw this one that no. he had to go okay, a little bit. No, you're done. You're cut off. I love him. <laughs> Speaking of enjoying themselves, I loved seeing Gavin perform, and I knew from the second they took the stage, he's probably getting voted off but he just has so much joy and he does so interact with the joy. crowd because he's used to it yeah but he looked so young and that's what was glaring to me in the performance is i wrote down like cruise ship great performer mm-hmm. but he just has this quality it's just so youthful and it's energetic like i could young. see him on like a yeah. disney show and just yeah. killing it and incredibly successful well, yeah he could be so right? disney or nickelodeon yeah. so oh disney. my god i feel like he hasn't quite hit that um, that edge where he can go and be in a band that has, you know, I think so. If Disney's watching us, please, oh. Disney Channel, uh, <laughs> if you're watching, uh, Gavin Zendaya out. Yeah, so we do see Gavin voted off. What are your guys' thoughts? Um, people on Twitter are not happy yeah. by and large with this well, elimination. Two hundred. Um, he has a lot of fans. Don't take to be away hundred thousand oh. of his fans. Can, no, we, no. can we ask for people? Like, can we ask for people to? Uh, to uh, comment who they wanted to to see. Yeah, well, let, let yeah, us please. know who you wanted to go home. Um, Absolutely. Because, it, interestingly enough, I wasn't sure that I agreed last week that John should have gone home. I was uncertain about mm-hmm. that. This week, I was like, based on what we saw, I would agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier on, if I was just to guess with these six guys, I wouldn't have picked Gavin necessarily. But after everything that we saw, yeah. um, I thought it was, I don't know, I thought it was right. Do we like the bottom two? Yes. Yes, makes sense. Of course, to create a drama as well. And Him and Andrew in the bottom two. No, because yeah. we thought Andrew did good yeah, this week. Maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. Yeah. I would put Miles. Well, I think Miles this elimination and, and seemed him. more of like a band fit, like a global fit. They've already had two rounds through. They yeah. know who they're working with for the top fifteen, right. and those are the two that kind of just don't quite fit, or we're not sure how they fit. And I think Gavin was the obvious choice. He just needs more time. Yeah, right. I, wrote, I wrote with him, like, my first, my impression of him is he's a nervous Nelly or a deer in the headlights, but yeah, he has the talent. He was adorable. I oh, thought he was super that, confident and fun, but he just is so young. He's I so young, I thought he was yeah. in the final performance, but the whole, I just thought throughout leading the whole up, episode yeah. leading up, I was like, is he going to be able to pull this out? I was really interested to, I was watching him almost all of the yeah. final performance, like, oh, is he going right. to get there? Is he going to pull that extra punch? Right. I will say he went right back into solo mode 
once he got off the show. And that is a stark contrast to John. John has been writing with some of them. He went to VidCon and did appearances with some of them. So, like, I think John really wanted the group thing. Yeah. I, what's interesting is, in preparation this for this episode, story. I noticed, like, Gavin has detached. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin is yeah. totally separate. So, I think, you know, we wish him all the best. Nick wishes him all the best in his solo yeah, career. I think he's got great things ahead of him. Well, and he was the first one that... None of the judges had anything negative to say about. Right. They were very positive. True. You're incredibly talented. You're young. You're going to get there. Keep doing it. He was Absolutely. really the only contestant we've seen voted off to this point. Don't you th- do you think it's one feedback. of the conclusions uh, for the judges that also Miles, not Miles, sorry, Gavin and John, they both are pretty big on social media. Do you think that's one I of the conclusions? I have wondered social media. Yeah, they're like, the it's like they're already big, so maybe let them Or maybe that's thing, why they're you know? on the they show a, to begin with. They have yeah. a cushion to get so, a push So my the question show. is, is the show is for people that are already a star and they just give them the stage to shine? Or it, this show is about building the new stars? You know I what think I'm it's building. I think a lot of they're busting their rear ends to really build their social and to really get out there. And I right. don't think any of them are household names. Right. right. If you're on the show, no, but you're Gavin not is where big. you want to be as a solo artist. That's the no. reality. Right. But I mean, Gavin is already big, like but quarter this million isn't a social followers. Media. Nobody, you know, He's still yeah, performing those people. That's not his music career, though. Him, but that's right. It's only to bring his stuff. Just because Dorian didn't come with all those fans, it doesn't mean. That he doesn't have as much of a shot, though. I mean, Correct. if anything, mm. if anything, it makes me want him to get yeah, further. Exactly. Actually, mm-hmm. if anything, You're like, yeah, that's the dark horse rooting for yeah. him, like, yeah. No, no. I told Speaking you. of rooting for, let's talk about predictions. We go live next week, sure. right? So we start our live shows. We're gonna see new bands put together. It's really exciting. Who do you guys have? I want to know your predictions for the end. Who are your top five? Now, we've seen all of the guys perform in a group setting, group dynamics. We've seen a little bit more of their personalities, their performance style. Do you want to change your top five, Stefan? What do we got here? Let's see what's going on. I, you know, I may have been swayed just in the mood after watching this episode, but I'm changing one of mine. Okay. So, my top five, I still have Michael. Which I feel very supported and backed up in after <laughs> this week. Uh, I'm putting Devin as number two, still mm-hmm. in my top five. Brady, number three, still in my top five, and very validated after last week. Uh, Sergio, I'm still putting in my top five. I almost changed it to Chance. If I had to pick a mm-hmm. runner up, Chance would be my runner up, but I, I kept Sergio. And then I actually switched my fifth spot to Mikey. I love I loved his performance tonight. I loved his outfit. I think he has a great voice. He's a sweetheart. Um, I just, I don't know. I saw it tonight and I was like, wait, he could actually go all the way. Right. So those are my top five. Newly on the list, Mikey. Right. What do you got it. for us, Carissa? Respect well, it. okay, so I have Michael Connor. I know, he's at everyone's face. Of course. I love Sergio Caldrone. I like he's baby Bruno Mars. I just oh, yeah. he has the Ooh. light inside of him. Just like every time I look at him, I I wish he was sitting here. I want <laughs> him around. He just seems like a fun energy. And I think th- I Sergio. think whichever group Latino happens lover. is gonna need that type of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I put Mikey, especially because now the that the crowd is going to be involved in mm. a picking. I mm-hmm. mean, the the ladies love him, right? Um, and then I put Cam. Uh, and then for my 
fifth person? I don't know. I think it's between Miles Wesley and Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's That's an easy choice of who's a better like group fit, though. I just feel because of how my like Miles's voice sounds mm, that well. adding that to a group, mm-hmm. there are other it broadens the range of songs that they can do, as opposed to mm-hmm. Brady is somebody who can harmonize with everybody, and I think mm-hmm. make everything think sound good. But. I don't know. It shows you how hard it is to be a producer. You're like, you have to factor in looks, the yeah. sound of the voice. Listen, all we're, the boys are we, talented. You're it's talking so tough. With, you're talking with Team Brady all the <laughs> all way right, here. Team, Team Brady, 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 what's up? Brady and Michael Connor are obviously in your final five. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your other oh, three. of course. Uh, Jaden Gray is friendly. He's, uh, let me tell you something. Of course, it was or Jaden or Cam. Of course, Jaden is good with everybody. I saw on social media, Twitter, and too all that. Old. He's good with everybody. He's a great in a Jaden is too old. He's like no. too, not necessarily age wise, but like too mature. And he's unique. He's unique. His appearance, his voice, everything unique. Last week, I said something completely like something else, um, but. You know, I did my homework. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm shocked that you changed in favor yes. of him when we did yes. not see him at all this episode. Yeah, yeah no, happened? no, no. Okay, because I, I, was thinking, I was thinking a lot, you know. Uh, and after that, of course, Brady with the chin. Yeah. Um, uh, Sergio to hit all demographics and yeah. markets, of course, the Latino lover. Um, <laughs> Chance, adorable, unique, and talented. And of course, my boy, all day, every day, and I hope he's gonna make it to the top five for sure. Everybody, give it up for Michael Connor. <laughs> Shocked and amazed. All right, President of the Club is sitting right next is to really us. excited about his boy band. <laughs> My boy band. I still maintain that we're gonna see a lot more of Miles. We're gonna see him adjust, and I think he's gonna be in the final band. Okay. I think they need his voice, his tone, and also his look is very different from a lot of the other guys. They don't really have anybody else that sort of hits more of an edgy look. Sure. Um, Sergio, again, love him. Brady. Brady is in my final five. <laughs> what? What? Brady the and Mama Lady has had just a revival they moment. They put him in a suit and I was like, what? Who is this boy? It's the chin. It's the chin. It's Chance. I love Chance. Joy. I just want Chance to succeed. I almost did in the top so, five. I, I, and oh. then I had Cam, but I kind of really want Dorian. I'm curious mm. to see how Dorian does. I don't think we've seen enough of him. Yeah. We've so heard I'm more of Cam's voice. Cam in there because I love him. I think he's incredibly talented. I think he has a light about him. I want to see Dorian rise to this situation. Right. Yeah. So, all right, next week. We go live. Oh la la. Yeah. Live. Yep. And new names. So say goodbye to Six Track and Reverb Reverb. and all of them. Devin, before we go, you've got some insight on what we might see next week. Some spoilers, if you will. You know, I do have some insight. So what should we tell them? Can we tell you guys the three songs that will be performed next week? Please do tell. Would you rather know that or the intro performance? I want to say the three songs. Let's do the three songs that will be performed. Then we'll be able to download it on on, on iTunes. So first of all, we have these names top line oh treble with now this is i don't know how i feel about this one treble with a five uh it's with so, a five for the e because so it's 80s. five guys but i no, don't know if i like it so okay. and then yeah. elements so we have top yeah. line we have treble and element which will all be performing i'm glad we get three performances all in one night Love this it. time and the songs will be 
Despacito. Ooh, Ooh I cannot wait, Serge. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Interesting one, Rolling in the Deep. Oh, ah. I love it, I love it. I love which it. will yeah. be interesting with a boy band. And then, interesting just because it's not a vocal-heavy song, Don't Let Me Down. Huh. Chainsmokers and Diet. Interesting. So, spoilers right. for next week. So, spoilers. we will see you guys next week. We'll see these performances. First live hey. show. We're all super hyped. Let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, you can find me at asafgoren one Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Now you. You can find me online at americaslifecoach.us or on social media at Dr. Lovegrove. And I'm Carissa Blades on all social media. I am so excited to be the new girl and meet everybody online. So (laughs) find me. I want to know which one of those uh, new band names you think are the worst because I don't like any of them. Yeah, (laughs) I'll fill you with that. You guys can find me on social media at Rockin' Mama Life. And make sure you find AfterBuzz as well, AfterBuzz TV. Go to YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback. So hit us up on YouTube. Let us know your thoughts. We love to comment. And check out these boys on social media because it's super fun. Join the party. It's a party nonstop. Thank you, guys. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those